0: joining us from salt lake city the air is thin he's at elevation sometimes the cell cell doesn't always work there coach it's good to have you you know i started to worry uh that one time you know earlier this season i couldn't reach you and i started to have flashbacks but i'm glad <laughs> to be connected with you now how are things in salt lake city
1: oh it's beautiful up here i apologize again i <laughs> I, uh, you're going to think that's on purpose. If I keep doing it, I had the time zones a little off, so I thought it was next hour. And anyway, I'm here. I apologize for that.
0: Well, let's do next hour too. All right. We're going <laughs> to do this now. And then we're going to call you again <laughs> in the six o'clock hour. But, uh, well, so it's beautiful. The weather, I mean, I, I, think back, I joked with you that you guys have done well at elevation. Uh, there you are out in Salt Lake city. Tell me about this venue uh i got to see some videos looks like as usual you had the rally duck out the the your your players were having a lot of fun always energetic there at the uh at this utah regional what is the what's the facility like what's the venue what have you been able to kind of d- determine about these utes well uh
1: whew, that's a that's a lot of uh a lot of information there we uh we have had a great workout this morning. We had a great trip out, and it's uh, beautiful out here in Salt Lake City. The, the snow-covered mountains, the air is thin. Uh, so I've got to make sure I get enough oxygen. We we're staying hydrated and, and uh, just enjoying ourselves. But we we watched a little film and studied our opponents. We start off with Ole Miss, of course, and, and the SEC. And then uh, if we win and the Utes win, we'll play Utah tomorrow. So hopefully uh, – I mean uh, – uh Saturday. So um hopefully we can uh, get off on the winning foot. But we got a big challenge ahead of us with Ole Miss. They're a very good team, playing very well as is Utah. So it's good good regional. I think uh either uh toughest or second toughest regional in the country pretty much uh, consensus that it's one of the two toughest regionals in the country.
0: Yeah, because y'all are in it, all right? Let's yeah. keep that in mind. It's tough. It's one of the toughest ones because y'all are such a big-time two-seed. So let's not forget about that. Big Bad Baylor rolls in there with all these victories over top five teams. Uh, and I know you won't forget that. What about Ole Miss? Uh, I've been kind of trying to <laughs> – uh, catch up on them a little bit. I, I know y'all owned uh, y'all. Y'all went in there, and beat Tennessee earlier this season. So the SEC certainly doesn't scare you guys at all. What What has that program been like uh, over the years? And what is this team? What do you kind of have to keep in mind as you get ready for this first game?
1: You know they've been they've been a strong team, strong program for the last six or eight years. They've knocked on the door of uh, a World Series. They've uh, I think they took UCLA to three games in a super regional, uh, three or four years ago, uh, coaching changed since then. But, uh, a team that's very, very, um, uh, kind of, uh, reckless abandon is the way I described them to the team this morning. They just go out and swing for the fences, come out of, uh, come out of their shoes and, uh, do, you know, can have a really big game or they can have a really bad game, you know, just leave nothing left on the field. And, uh, team that scares you a little bit of six arms uh, must be nice uh, they have six arms and we have to prepare for six different pitchers uh, a lot of different looks with them um, you know pretty aggressive team as well um, and a little bit of speed so i, I think we've got a, a big challenge on our hand but uh you know we've been in uh, some pretty big venues this year so we're expecting it to be a big challenge of course we're a two seed there are three seed. Sing- that could be the strongest three seed in the country so uh, we got a work cut out for us
0: all right where's Dory's uh, velocity you you were able to rest her uh, and and she got some you know now some extended rest um, are you kind of seeing what you had hoped to see as far as uh, is getting her back to where you needed to. You told us it could have been as dramatic as like a, a five-mile-per-hour uh, drop-off at one point. How has some of this rest been for for her, and are you kind of starting to see, and do you expect to see the Dari you've seen for much of this season?
1: Uh, I guess the overall answer to that is, is, is not what we had hoped for. Uh, velocity might have improved a little bit her pro- biggest problem is feel. She can't, uh, she has some numbness in her arm that uh, causes her some control problems, not being able to feel her release. And that's obviously important in timing and accuracy and staying ahead of batters. Um, so uh, not really, uh, really happy with the progress we've made with the, uh, the laying off. Uh, but um, at the same time, it's day to day with her. She could tell me tomorrow that she feels a lot better and, and be more available so we'll just have to play it day by day
0: all right and do you how do y'all work that i mean do you set up the rotation like do you have to say already like who you're going with um uh tomorrow or you kind of do you kind of keep it at uh uh close to, to close to your vest right now
1: well we are keeping it close to our vest but uh we've got a uh we've got an idea of what we want to do the rotation we want to do but really we you know we're going We've been able to win some big games with uh, Casey West and, and Riley Crandall, and um, those are the two that have carried us really through this last few weeks and, and pitched really well. Riley has two wins against the University of Texas, number five team in the country, and uh, Casey got the other win against them in a the three game sweep. So they're confident. The team's confident behind them that they can pitch and get uh, good hitters out and good lineups out. Uh, we won't face the lineup any better than the University of Texas lineup out here, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see some strong
0: lineups at, at the same time. So, uh, But
1: th- they're the ones that's got to grow up and do the bulk of the work anyway right now.
0: What do you tell them about some of these free swingers? Uh, if if they're going to swing for the fences like you, like it sounds like Ole Miss does, what do you tell uh riley you know somebody obviously great young pitcher but not as much experience especially in this kind of situation and casey what do you kind of talk to them about as far as facing this aggressive of a lineup you you face some teams that will make you work and make and wait on their pitch it does not seem like from what you're saying this is a lineup that always does that how do you kind of what do you tell them to prepare for a lineup like this
1: Movement and change of speed is the the key to beating uh, uh, this type of hitting. Uh, If you try to throw it by by these kids, you can't do that. Uh, They can catch up to it. And and if it doesn't move, which we're in a higher altitude, you're not going to have quite as much movement. So you rely a little bit more on your change of speed. And keeping the ball in the lower part of the zone, uh, uh, you know, there's some some clues they give away in their – in film that we've been able to detect already that uh, we, we have a good strategy going in, but um, but it's up to the pitchers to make sure we keep them off, off balance hitting as timing. And when you have long swings that are powerful, then you've got to keep their timing off, keep them on their front foot or uh, come in on their hands a little bit and uh, soft their bat. So that's coach Newman's job and she's an expert at it. Uh, and we'll do a great job of, of calling pitches. It'll be their job to uh, get, them in, get it in those spots and also to change the speed. You can change the speed of a pitch uh, three miles an hour, and it the difference between a, uh, a double in the gap and, uh, and a ground out to third base.
0: All right. And it, so it was kind of cool to see a couple of your players honored as the top regional players. Uh, the honors continue to come in I like your uh, by the way on the bus after we talked that last time I got to see kind of your reaction when you heard that you were the uh, uh, coach of the year in the big 12 and you didn't uh, you didn't at first really you know totally believe it I mean you were kind (laughs) of you were kind of wondering if they were pulling something over on you I I loved your uh, reaction because you were (laughs) <laughs> you didn't start crying or, or get emotional or anything like that. You were just kind of like, hey, are y'all being serious?
1: <laughs> well, it's always an honor to be recognized by your peers, but I, I had been set up pretty uh, pretty good on that, Matt. I was told that uh, Coach Gasso at Oklahoma had received that award, which he does typically every year. So it wasn't a surprise to me. Uh, until they wanted me to read that. So I didn't know where we were going with something that I didn't think was true and, and uh, didn't know how to react to it. So when I <laughs> turned and asked Danny if it was true, and she said, yeah, I knew they had set me up. So Pretty big honor. That's my first time to get coach of the year in nearly 30 years of, of coaching. And uh, jokingly told him, I said, I won, I won the SEC by eight games one year and didn't get coach of the year. So to finish fourth place in the Big 12 and get it, I, Certainly was set up for that honor, but certainly proud. It's a team <laughs> award, program award, and you know all that stuff. But uh, but I'm happy to receive it on behalf of everybody.
0: Glenn Moore joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about the uh, the Bauer family? I kind of liked uh, I kind of like seeing that story. I, I uh, the the young man, her brother, apparently uh, now will he be making the trip? Do you know if the Bauer family is going to? be able to make it to utah i like i like some of those chants usually that's uh the baptist we don't like chanting a lot of things but some of those <laughs> chants have really caught on out at getterman and i've even told some people maybe himself he uh, uh the mayor of getterman it's what is what he's being referred to uh that's kind of fun to see that and i guess it's just one more sign of of some of the great support that uh, that you've received over the years
1: yeah, I appreciate you giving me a chance to talk about that family. You have quite a few families when you've been coaching as long as I have that uh, leave a mark on your program and none any greater than the Bauer family. Uh, just Josie and herself is just uh, the epitome of a student athlete with uh, makes all the right decisions and represents Baylor, a great ambassador. but her her brother Aaron is uh, autistic and he's been our number one fan, and yes, they will be here. They've missed one game in the four years. that, To my knowledge, in the four years, they missed the Tennessee weekend because weather was bad and flights were canceled. But he's been here, and the girls just love him singing the national anthem, wearing a chain around his, his neck and getting the crowd going. He's a He is the governor of Getterman. And someone asked him the other day about Josie graduating. He said, yeah, he was pretty sad about that, but she'll come back to see us. And so I think he's planning on being in a few baylor softball games in the future and we sure hope so
0: all right and were you able to see today was there some uh batting practice to see if the, if the ball's carrying pretty well out there i mean what's uh what is that uh and, and of course y'all played well at uh, what was at fort collins colorado where y'all won that yeah. tournament last year what um what, what how how does it carry out there in that thin air
1: yeah it carries it's very thin and uh the fences, though, they've compensated a little bit. The fences down the line in Getterman, so to speak, are, are 200 feet, and they're 225 down the line here, and they're 235 in center field. So, our center field fence, fences are 220. So, they've backed up the fences to compensate for the distance a little bit. But it does carry. We had uh, we had to, it was fun hitting batting practice today. The ball travels a long ways. Our outfielders are are going to have to be uh, get on their horse because they've got a lot of hitting area to cover. We had a great workout for an hour and a half on the field, and it was designed to uh, get them acclimated not only to the high altitude, but also to get a feel for how the ball travels. And during batting practice, where we usually have outfielders shagging, we had outfielders working their position to get reads off the off the ball, ball off the bat, and and get a feel for how much it was going to travel. We actually practiced at about the same time we would be playing and dealing with the sun and those types of things. I think we uh, we had one of our better practices, so hopefully we're ready to go.
0: Do you have oxygen in the uh, – will you have it dug out for your players, especially maybe your pitchers, and maybe for the head coach? <laughs>
1: I'm the one that needs the oxygen as long as I'm in the third base dugout I'm okay it's only about 10 or 12 steps to the coach's box but if I have to jog across that field I might need some (laughs) oxygen I'm struggling a little bit here with this interview I'm sitting outside the Mormon (laughs) Tabernacle and uh and sitting here with my son Ty and we are walking around the city and uh and I'm having trouble breathing through this interview (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, you're doing fine. I did not notice, but uh, it may be, I don't know, it may be a religious experience for you, being outside the Mormon Tabernacle there. There's there's no telling. Hey, find out if Utah wants to, like, what they're thinking on the Big 12. I know you have bigger things to, to, to focus on, but do some reconnaissance for me if you don't mind. If you, if you cross paths with some of those Utes, just kind of secretly say, hey, what do you all think about being in the Big 12 or something like that? Oh, Would you? yeah
1: i'll do some undercover work i do know i've had some utah fans walking around that's uh, that's uh giving me the sick bears uh, even three today that uh that i saw so they're they're aware of us so maybe they're doing their homework for a reason
0: Ooh, i like that i like that uh well coach Moore, great to great to have you on and uh we will be watching i believe that's uh a 2 o'clock start, maybe noon at local time. Of course, we'll have that on the radio, and uh, if people can watch that on ESPN Plus or wherever you get all your devices, all that kind of thing. Uh, Coach, do you want me to give you an update on the PGA Championship real quick? Do you have any interest in that?
1: Yeah, I'd love that? to hear that. Yes, yeah. All
0: right. Uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, first place uh, right now. He's in first with a 4-under, 66 today. Scotty Scheffler, of course, from Dallas by way of Highland Park. Three under, 67. He's in second place. And then Keegan Bradley, seems like a guy you would like. He's two strokes back. And Adam Scott, the Australian, is two strokes off the lead. That's the PGA Championship happening at Oak Hill uh, Country Club. Very, very famous place in Rochester, New York. You being the sportsman that you are, I thought you would appreciate an update.
1: I'll pass that along to my wife. She, she and Ty are the golf uh, pros in our family, so I'll let them know what you said. Thanks for the update.
0: Okay, Coach, great having you. We'll talk to you soon. Get after him tomorrow. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you having me. You bet. Uh, there he goes. Glenn Moore joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas.